All right. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, last week, we talked about anxiety, and this week, we're going to do a continuation of that discussion. Uh, I've got Bishop with me, Dizzle, Buck, Sorry. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly on the camera. Uh, so I'm going to start first and um, just kind of give some statistics here and then get your brain going. Um, I looked this up from Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Anxiety disorder is the most common mental illness in the U.S. affecting 40 million people 18 and older. I think you mentioned that last time. Uh, And the interesting thing was they can categorize it as a mental illness. Mm Uh, It's treatable, but only 36.9% receive treatment. Uh, It can lead to psychiatric disorders. Causes are genetics, brain chemistry, personality, and probably one that I'm more familiar with, life events. Not personally, but uh, just dealing with people. Uh, Many with anxiety also battle depression. Uh, there's different kinds. Uh, generalized anxiety disorder affects 3.1%. And I'm going to blister through these. Uh, occurs with major depression affects more women. Panic disorder, 2.7% affects more women. Mm. Social anxiety disorder, 6.8%. Starts around the age of 13. Uh, it's both in men, women and men. Um, I think, personally, technology has made made this worse hmm. uh, people's social skill, skills suck yeah, today right, yeah. okay. uh, and I think it's I got a lot to do with it specific phobia 8.7% affects more women do you see a, I see a trend. theme here yeah um, usually detectable in children obsessive compulsive disorder the big old OCD hmm. um, only affects 1% men and women I thought that would have been much higher because uh, I know a lot of people that seem to have OCD. And then uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, 3.5% affects more women, which is shocking to me. I figured it'd be more men. Yeah. Uh, rape and child sex abuse are big triggers sure. for PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you commonly hear it that it affects our military yeah. when they come back. Um, and then treatments... Um, on the website of Anxiety Depression Association of America, they say therapy, which I would agree with, medication if you need it, uh, complementary and alternative treatment, uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. I didn't go wow. into a lot of detail with those. That sounds but, um, and then I would say a lot of prayer. Yeah. Um, as you know, I mentioned last week, yeah. filling our mind with scripture right. uh, when these things flood in and, um, you know, it to me, it's a, it's a matter of taking uh, back control of your mind. Right. Yeah. So, with all that being said, very quickly, Bishop. So, following up with last week, I just kind of how can you how can we um, help teach people how to have self control when they feel like they're losing control? Right. Um, and, and again, I think that goes back to that battle of the mind, and you, you've got to be. Um, mentally strong to be able to recognize when when those times come on to be able to process and deal with them accordingly so you don't get to that spot where you can't function. Right. Um, and again, going back to pick up from last week, we did talk a lot about filling your mind full of Scripture, um, that prayer time. Even, even um, 
having somebody else to help hold you accountable. Hey, I can, I can call. Hey, I'm freaking out right now. I need you to, you know, help me calm down. But it's that mind. It's, it's we're so consumed with everything. Um, and, and I had a conversation this past week. Is it okay? Is it is it okay for Christians that have anxiety and depression problems? Is it okay for them to take medication? Um, because, we're, you know, you just got to pray, right? I mean, you right. just got to read the Word. Now, I think that's huge keys, but I don't think that's... No, I think you need to get to that plate. There, there's, there's, there's comes to a place that you, you need that extra help. Now, I'm not saying for a long term, right? Um, but, but to help you regain that control and recenter. But don't, don't take away the fact that you've got to assess all of life if you find yourself here. What I'm doing, what I'm not doing, what my workload is, what my busy schedule is, what I'm, what I'm, maybe wasting time over here doing that I need to be doing over here. And kind of reassess what you're doing, um, and say no to some things, uh, so that you can say yes to things that are important. And and your health and your mental health is a big thing. Now, not to become lazy, right. or to make it as an excuse. Well, I can't do that. It's gonna I'm gonna have anxiety. You know, no, don't don't use it a crutch. Well, I think you um, hit a big point right there that it is okay for Christians to say no. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah. because people come up to you and ask you to do things doesn't mean you know God's asking you to do it, right? Um, it could be the exact opposite of test from the Lord to help you learn to say no, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, you got to assess that. Um, but these these uh, these statistics are are concerning, and I, I say you see it just as much of people in the church as people outside of the church. Well, and I'm giving percentages, but I mean. You know, 3.1% is millions upon millions right. upon millions of people. Right, so right. it's a lot of people. But I think it's always you've got to learn to regain. You've, you've got to, number one, admit, hey, i got a problem. Right. Right. Um, but, and I didn't point that out in there, but there was years that go by before these. a lot of these say, hey, I do have a problem. Yeah. Like up to 10 years wow. before they acknowledge right. it. But then, hey, let's um, – and I know you're gonna, we're going to hit on some other stuff, but I'll just say I think it is – Okay, when you talk to your doctor and husbands and wives talk to each other, talk to your pastors, that there there are times that, that, that medication can be helpful to kind of help recenter you. I don't think it should be a long-term uh, idea right. because I think that's where you know, get into a whole other issue. But it, it's, it's in efforts to help you sit down and, and say, you know what, I've got to get control. Yeah over this because if not it's going to control you and then it's going to control your family and then it's going to control everything that's around you right Dizzle so I guess my question is this um, because I think everything starts somewhere so like what's the underlying like sure what what started this you know like for somebody that would be my first question to myself is like where did this start what caused it um because a lot of times it is some kind of trauma in our life or maybe even not even trauma, but just something underlying that like that puts those thoughts in our mind, you know? And I think um, it's important to know what the triggers are. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But I, I think I think everything's spiritual. I think sometimes we try to make it not part of it, but I, I honestly think it goes back to it. And I, I do think medicine comes in in a short term to, to get you back in a place. Well, the but Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against right. powers and principles. Yeah, I think so. there's a battle going on that we don't see yep. that is causing people. Right. Uh, I think the other part of it is the comparison game. You know, we talk about social media. 
when you're comparing yourself to other people, then I think that gives you certain anxieties that you've got to be a certain thing that you're not. So you're trying to be something that God didn't create you personally to be. Yeah. So I think there's that battle there. Um, but here, you know, I mentioned that book, I Declare War by Levi Lesko. Mm-hmm. And, dude, and the more I'm reading it, the more I'm reading it, like, if this is your struggle, even if you're not a reader, like, go get this book and read it because I think it'll get you on the right path. Yeah. But um, in it, he talks about uh, the passage, First Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I, I think it anxiety and depression all these things it's a negative thing and I think we've got to get to a place where we have positive thinking and so I think this is a passage that somebody that struggles with this needs to go to and and begin to think more positively because I mean if I'm worried about something happening I'm worried about the bad stuff I'm not worried about the good coming from it Right, right? right but if I can get myself to to rejoice and look at the bright side of things instead of the negative side uh, that changes your mindset so it's a it's a continual mindset um and i think that's the beginning of it but then even beyond that um don't be afraid to go to a counselor a christian counselor yeah, right. I, that that to me always has this negative thing too honestly it's just talking to somebody and helping you realize that there's something going on that i didn't realize yeah um i've got good christian friends that don't live here that they're going back to counseling for things that happened in their family. Nothing even traumatizing, but things they didn't realize affected how they relate to life and their relationship with God. Right. And they're like, dude, I have no idea. Well, I think you there's know? something to, and this, I don't want to get off track on it, but, you know, the the word says for us to bear one another's burdens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we don't do that, obviously, because we can't trust anybody. So, to speak. <laughs> yeah. but I do think there is healing in communication. Yeah, and I'm the worst one in the room about holding on to my stuff and not like <laughs> communicating it to people. Seriously, so I'm preaching to me. I promise you. But there's just something relieving and uh, therapeutic about talking to somebody that you can trust, yeah. uh, that has your best interests at heart. Um, and just talking it out, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. unfortunately, people have been so jaded by other people in the church and you know, so-called Christians, and right. that they just won't do it. Yeah, they won't right. open up, you know. And that's what the devil wants to do: isolate us. Right, right. Um, then it it gets worse. So, but I mean, I, I, that really is it. It's just it's a matter of just seeking that help if it's there. Yeah. But um, there is another passage though that I found that I thought was good. Um, in Second Corinthians chapter 1, um, it says, All praise to God the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and is the source of all comfort. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say that even when our troubles weigh us down, that He is our comfort and our salvation. And we go through struggles and things so that we can help out others. Right. That's right. And so That's exactly right. That, I think that goes to the positive thinking. Why right. am I struggling with this? So that I can in turn help somebody else if you can ever take it and turn it around and start to use it in that way that's when your healing starts but again he's the source of that comfort right so if you're going elsewhere then yeah you're not going to find it in anything else no so that's my all right bookster I'm I'm like you guys I think there's two types of um, anxiety I think there's the type that um, obviously needs medical treatment um, stuff that that just goes wrong uh, I think I once heard that there's multiple thousand things going on in your brain. I think up to maybe 10,000 things that's going on in your brain simultaneously. And if one of those just gets out of kilter, out of whack, it's, it all comes collapsing down. So obviously the medical field is a very um, 
vital role in in some of this stuff because anxiety, depression, yeah. uh, worry, um, panic attacks all are all grouped up together. But <clears throat> there's also the anxiety that we create just by what we're trying to keep up with sure. and who we're keeping up with. Think about it. If I'm trying to keep up with Joneses per se, mm-hmm. and um, you never can, you never can. <laughs> and if something happens to my my occupation, my 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 wage, my income that comes into my house, then the ball's rolling downhill and picking sure. up a lot of negative snow, and then it turns into more anxiety, <clears throat> which um, and a lot of us are. are a lot of anxiety is brought on, I think, just because of how we want our kids' image to be. Um, sure. Yeah. And we got to watch that. Yeah. Uh, people I talk to every day, well, the kids live three times better than we live. Yeah. And um, they don't bring nothing. And they're three times as busy, and right? Three times as busy. Yeah. And the parents are having to go get medicine to calm them down because they're – I once had a baseball <laughs> coach to tell me, and I won't name names, but he, he told me he's got to go take a Valium to be able to coach the ball team. <laughs> and um, I said, do what? He said, Dude, yeah, this thing parents. right here about to drive me crazy dealing with these parents. He said, I got to go take a drug to be able to coach the team. Right. That's good. And, um, but we bring it on ourselves. Yeah. And um, a lot of times we do. But if, if you got the anxiety that's the medical related, I mean, definitely seek help. Uh, medically, seek a doctor, and um, but I think some of this stuff is also, in my opinion, brought on by the actions that we take. So, well, I, here's here's what <clears throat> I want to see people do. I want to see people take their life back. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, Get that because control. I know people that are have just basically lost their life, so to speak, because it, it just has overtaken them. Yeah. You know, and they can't function in a in a positive way, and um, if, if you're not good for you, then you're not good for your children. Yeah. You're not good for your coworkers. Uh, you're not good for uh, your spouse, or if you're single, uh, maybe a future spouse. I mean, you're just, you're no good to anyone yeah. uh, until you get yourself right. Yeah. So that's the goal, you know, um, to, to work on yourself, and then you can be what you need to be and what God's called you to be to everyone else, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I know too many people that try to please too many other people, right. and it's at the expense of who they are, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just gotten them in a mess. Yeah. So the goal is to take your life back yeah. you know, and, and enjoy it because Jesus said, listen, I've given you life, and I've given you abundant life. Right. You know, we don't have to wait to heaven to enjoy life. Yeah. We can do it yeah, here, yeah, but there's yeah. so many people that are miserable, yeah. and it's just disheartening. You know, I want to see people have some joy. Yeah, yeah I'm reminded of... Um, the passage in uh, Paul in the epistle, he's not giving us... What did you call me? I'm sorry. Uh, he's not giving us a spirit of fear, <laughs> right? but of power, love, and a sound, sound mind. mind, right? right. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I tell you, the key Say is right ambition. There, power, love, and a sound, sound mind. mind. All yeah. right. Uh, we got to go somewhere. <laughs> but but to get that mind, you know? Right. Um, man, you, you, we, we, allow, we allow the enemy... Um, with those negative mindsets because we put too much on ourselves and not talking to nobody about it and having that, that extra comfort and encouragement. And and he will isolate us and he will discourage us and he will destroy us yeah. uh, if we let him. Yeah. All right, so thank you for being with us for another episode of Off the Cuff. Like we mentioned last week, if you are struggling with anxiety or depression, reach out to one of yeah, us. Absolutely. We'd be glad to help you. Or somebody in your life that you can trust uh, that can help you get some help and uh, leave some comments for us. We'd love to know what you think about it. Uh, We'll see you back here next time. 
uh, next Monday, but we'll see you at noon. Y'all have a good day. <laughs>